Think Realty. Thank you so much for joining our podcast today, whether you're viewing or you're listening. I'm so excited that you joined us um, and so excited from whatever platform you joined us. But I hope that you also join us in deeper conversation by following us on social, interacting with us. Comment below these, uh, below these podcasts on whatever platform you're watching or viewing or consuming them on. Uh, as the founder and owner of Think Realty, uh, I'm so excited to be hosting these podcasts. As many of you know, Abi Golhar hosts them often, uh, but this year I've made a dedicated effort to get to know you a little bit more, uh, the Think Realty uh, connoisseur, and uh, so I'm so excited to be a part of that. And as a part of that, I always bring on fantastic guests, and today is no exception. I'll bring him on in just a second, but I want to say a quick thank you to our podcast sponsor. Our podcast sponsor is brought to you uh, by Real Property Management. Uh, working with the right property management company can put more money in your pocket, not less. Real Property Management provides a higher standard of property management to make sure you're maximizing the return on your investments. Experience the real difference with Real Property Management. You can visit Real Property Management at realpropertymgt.com. That's realpropertymgt.com. <laughs> The guy I'm going to bring on uh, is a close personal friend, um, and also this guy has had his finger uh, on the button that could have literally wiped out nations. He was uh, he was a submarine captain uh, that drove around nuclear weapons. That's pretty crazy uh, uh, title and, and experience, I would assume. But now he's dedicated to making a difference in Americans' lives all across the country. Uh, let's welcome Gary Pinkerton to the show. Gary, thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, thanks. I really appreciate it, Eddie. That was quite an introduction, and thankfully I didn't ever use that button, but yeah, yeah I guess you're right. <laughs> was, it, was it a button? Was it like a series of buttons? Like how? how well, how... in the end, there was a button, but thankfully there were a lot of people and cool heads and a lot of double and triple checking to make sure we, were, uh, we understood the, the guidance before we ever went that far. For sure. I see in the back there, I, I see uh, a hat, I see a sword. Uh, what are the significance of the items back there on your shelf behind you? So I'll start with uh, the coolest and closest to my heart, which is my dad's uh, American flag that my mom got when he passed. Um, he was a private in World War II in the Army. Uh, and then next to that is my hat or my cover, we call it in the Navy, which was the last one that I wore, which was for uh, Navy captains. And, um, and then next to that is the ceremonial sword that we learned how to use when we were plebes or freshmen at the Naval Academy. And then anytime we wore our dress uniform, we'd have to, uh, like in a, you know, wedding or a change of command ceremony, then we'd, we'd bring that with us. That's awesome. Thank you so much for your service. And, uh, and thank you for t continuing to serve. I know that your mission uh, is just as important today as it was when you were serving in the Navy. Um, if you don't mind for the Think Realty viewer or listener today, um, explain your heart and what your passion is and what this next phase of your life is all about. Yeah, so I, I joined the military. You know, if you go back 30 years, I, I joined the military because I wanted to get out of the state of Illinois, southern Illinois, and this dairy farm that we had, we had lost our farm, high interest rates in the 70s and 80s. I mean, I was, I was 18 years old, so I wasn't all that mature. And all I wanted to do was kind of go somewhere else, get a good job uh, and get, you know, safe, secure pay for the rest of my time and never be as poor as I was as a kid. Um, looking back on it, those were amazing years around my dad, I, you know, my best, amazing mentor, learned a tremendous amount. But at the time, that was my focus. And somewhere along the way, in the first few years, I got really, really inspired about service to our country. And 
I just wanted to help others, you know, better their life. And I wanted to protect what I had come to learn was just this land of opportunity, right? I mean, to me, that's the American dream. Anyone can come to this country. You can start from any position in this country. And if you work hard enough, um, you can, you know, be the president or be a billionaire, whatever you want to do. And, and so I really wanted to preserve that. And for the first 25 years, I focused on doing that, uh, as, you know, by um, pushing off or protecting us from outside threats. But it occurred to me, and I think it occurs to many people as we walk through life and our taxes go up and we see some of the crazy rules and new things that come out, that actually America is so strong from the outside because of the oceans we have around us and uh, all of these things, the just natural advantages that this country has had, which is why we've never really been attacked. I mean, way back in the beginning, we could you know, say the French and Indian War or something, but you know, realistically, we've never really been attacked. And it's because just geographically, we're pretty well protected. And now in this internet world and, and where missiles can go all the way around the globe, we're still pretty well protected from the outside. But what I started to learn is that America will get taken down from the inside. And so it's about things like freedom of speech and all of our other freedoms. Uh, it's about this tend towards socialism that happens really in every developed country. So I just want, you know, I, I laid down my sword, so to speak, and then and went to help families from the family level, the kind of nuclear family level, and grow from there to give people agency, you know, the ability to make their own decisions, not be under kind of the thumb of anyone else to, to do things that they don't want to do, because they were able to set up their lives for their family and for their businesses in a way in which um, they get to call the shots, right? And so they're, they're essentially blackmail proof is really the way I think of it. And so that's what I want to help families do. And I have a few tools that I use that for or use, use to help do that. Um, some of it's real estate, which is why I love what you do, Eddie. Um, some of it is actually like an infinite banking or, or your own life insurance policy to a more efficient way to kind of store your wealth. Yeah, that's awesome. So obviously the first big mission is, is that of fostering agency, giving people the right and the ability to make their own choices without blackmail, as you said. Um, if you don't mind, um, take us a little bit deeper into that. I mean, so, yeah. so you empower the American people to make their own choices, right? To not live under right. the auspice of what someone else thinks or someone else uh, you know, tries to, to gain control, whether it's our government or it's a neighbor, right? I mean, like you give them mm -hmm. the, the power to choose. What does that do? Like, how, how, does, that, how does that change our nation? If, if somebody has the power to do what they want to do, well, first of all, you know, this might be a little bit Pollyannish, but I believe that if people are doing things that inspires them, then they wake up every day excited to share those tools with the world, right? Like I, I, there are things that I can count very quickly on one hand that I hate doing at, at any price. You know, I would, I guess a better way to say is that I would outsource that uh, at any price. Uh, but there are people who actually enjoy doing that, right? And so if we can line up people with things they like to do, that's huge. And, you know, just kind of across America, we're happier. Um, but probably more important or and probably more important than that is that if we can put people in a place where they want to keep doing it, then we don't have this, how do I retire at 35 or 40 uh, work ethic kind of thing. And we don't have a load on American society and we don't have kind of as much entitlement stuff. So if we can make people more excited and proud about what they do, but most importantly, more confident about themselves and about their future. If I can convince people and they can see it walk out in their own lives that the number one asset in their life and really all they need 
is just to be able to produce for their family. Like, you know, this thing I can count on. Um, and the only way that happens is that they're in something that they're competent at that's in need and that they have the ability to do. So they have to have the ability to move and pivot when life changes, right? You've had many more businesses than I have. And you know that sometimes you got to pivot out of that business or move the business to a new location. And you just have to have the financial capability and the confidence to be able to go do that. I mean, my family is a classic example. I found out in early 2020 that I was not a good fit for the environment that my family was in, in New Jersey. And so we moved to Florida and it made a huge difference in my ability to produce my, you know, my uh, company performance went way, way up because my mind was in the right place. Yeah, that's really, really great. Um, I, I know that maybe somebody listening thinks uh, that utopia doesn't really exist. Um, and, and maybe it doesn't, but, but I believe the pursuit of that utopia, like you, I think, brings so much freedom to individuals that buy into that mindset. I mean, I know I buy into that mindset. I don't want I don't want to be controlled. I don't want to be controlled by my government. I don't want to be controlled by the auspices of others. I want to be able to, like you said, pivot and make sure that I am providing. I can rely on me. Um, take it a, a little bit deeper. So you use tools to help people find that freedom to foster agency, such as infinite banking. And infinite banking is a, is a, is a sexy term, but I think often misunderstood. And if you could just give us a brief overview of what infinite banking is um, and you know, I, I think it will generate interest enough that maybe they'll take another step towards finding out more. Absolutely. So in its most simplest form, infinite banking is creating your own banking system using a tool um, that um, makes it grow more efficiently than you can pull off at your Citibank checking account or savings account, right? There's there's other things like there's a lot of privacy. There's um so, so you have you know, additional privacy, you have life insurance in place, but the tool, and the reason the life insurance is there because the tool that I choose to use and many people choose to use is actually storing your cash in a whole life insurance policy, which seems bizarre, but here's the, and the reason is because we all think about like term insurance or something. And, and so term insurance is this, it's kind of like car insurance. You're just kind of pushing the, um, the risk to, to somebody else like car insurance or health insurance. And that's a great vehicle. But there's not like a way to store cash inside it. Whole life insurance um, is, you know, a process that's 200 years old where the insurance company collects, protects, and grows cash. And then when, you're, when you pass away, whether you're 100 or 40, um, they hand that money to your family. So there's a mechanism inside to grow cash. And so if you really back away and look at it, you can just say, listen, instead of storing my money at 0.1% at a savings account and being taxed on that small amount, instead... I can store it in a life insurance policy and earn today four to 5%, um, access that money throughout my lifetime without paying any tax on that um, and just get tremendously higher growth in privacy and protection. So it's just a different place to store and grow your cash, which becomes a foundation. And then on top of that, you go put it in high producing investments like real estate or your own personal business. Yeah, I love it. And, uh, you know, I know you know that I'm a, a huge fan of it and participate. I have my own whole life policies in which I do this. And to me, it's one of the single greatest assets that I've utilized in the growing of my wealth, um, really because it's, it's that true concept of infinite banking, right? Like I'm, instead of giving my bank the money, um, I give myself the money in a vehicle that then I can leverage, right? And so I like borrowing against that policy. Uh, and it doesn't take the cash out, right? It's just borrowing against the value of that policy. And then I'm using that money for lending in real estate, buying assets in real estate, funding my nonprofit, 
even funding my own life, you know, my my family operates uh, off of a budget that's that's created by that, and so um, it is a fascinating concept, and you know. Um, it's been around for quite a while, right? I mean, it's not some yeah. new concept you came up with. How long has this concept been around? So it was popularized by a guy named Nelson Nash, becoming your own banker in 2000. Uh, frankly, though, people have been using whole life insurance uh, to store wealth way back into the 1800s. In fact, um, the reason that there are loans that you can borrow against life insurance policies is because in the early 1900s, when just about everybody was a farmer, or most people were farmers, uh, and the banks were not safe. I mean, the banks really technically became safe in the 1920s, but people didn't trust them until about World War II. Uh, and, and so they would, you know, the people would gather the harvest, they'd have all this cash, and they would start a life insurance policy. And then they would, um, you know, they would need the money a couple years later, maybe, maybe not the next year, but two years later, they need the money for putting out the crops. And so they go cash in their policy. And finally, the insurance company said, listen, this is expensive for both of us. How about we just lend you money against your policy? It's kind of like taking your Rolex watch that has grown for you nicely that you don't want to, you know, sell, but you could use the equity that's in it. Right. And you take it to the, the person who sold it to you, the dealer, or you take it to a pawn shop and you borrow money against it and then pay back that money. And then you get your watch back and look, it's grown up even more because you didn't have to sell it. So that's really the concept. But it, it you know, the loan dates back to early 1930s. Life insurance policies in these companies date back in the early 1800s. Yeah. I love, though, that you're taking this idea of fostering agency, creating, you know, the ability to make decisions on our own within vehicles that then protect us in that decision making process, gives us leverage and the ability to grow our wealth. But then kind of your next step is you take a lot of that money and you invest in real estate. Why real estate outside of the stock market or crypto or whatever else, you know, private equity? Why, why do you choose the vehicle of real estate? Yeah, so there's a huge personal story there that I'll keep really short. But before I even go there, anyone who's interested that this resonates with um, should re you know reach out to me, and I will send this book that's really fantastic. It's by my mentor, the guy that I got my policies from 12 years ago when I started this process. Uh, it's called Heads I Win, Tails You Lose by Patrick Donahoe, and uh, in there he talks about this hierarchy of wealth, and it's this way about thinking about using a pyramid basically as a way to uh, build wealth um, in a predictable, safe manner. And it starts with you know, a cash liquid savings and protection layer, which we use the life insurance policy for, but you could use your savings account. But then above that are directly controlled assets. And what we've learned after tens of thousands of hours with thousands of clients over the years is that if you have high control over your money um, who's got it, what they're doing with it, are they going to give it back, and are they going to give you a, a return on that investment, any friends coming back with your money, right? Um, if you have high control and insight over that, then your risk is super low. So, you know, the end of the spectrum, the top of the pyramid is putting your money in a slot machine and, and pulling the handle, right? And then down at the very bottom is, is saving in your savings account. So those are kind of opposite ends of the spectrum. But if you can start on the investing plane, in those really directly controlled assets, which is like yourself and your own career, your own business, but also real estate. And then the part that's personal for me, uh, in the early 1980s, uh, I was on, on that dairy farm in Illinois, and we lost our farm because we had high interest rate, variable interest rate loans on our farm, and it got up to like 21%. The makers started visiting weekly, and then we ended up you know, getting foreclosed on essentially. And um, what I learned from that process is never be on the wrong side of the table 
um, from the government and high interest rates. And so I love long-term fixed rate loans. And, you know, I, you know, there's a lot of case studies. My, my portfolio is a case study. Many other of my clients are case studies over the last year or so where we've pulled out more than we ever had in the property, got control of those dollars and put them either back to use again or put them in somewhere safe where we can you know, have control over them over these years. And it's all because we had fixed interest rates protecting us from this high inflation environment and our property inflated. Yeah, I, uh, I've been studying recently about people that are uh, using infinite banking now to potentially offset the the rising interest rates as well right because now you have a fixed variable on that percentage of return uh and so uh you know if if interest rates are rising but you have enough cash you know i've even heard recently of people saying you know what in kind of uh the perspective of interest rates rising as opposed to me waiting and and end up buying a house here i can actually put this cash inside of a policy borrow against that policy at a fixed interest rate, essentially to myself, um, versus relying on the government or you know Fannie Mae or Freddie or whatever. There's so many great opportunities to control our our destiny with this. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's you know agency is about not having somebody else take control of your financial situation and getting on the wrong side of high interest rates or high inflation um, just puts you right back in that spot. Yeah, for sure. I know you have so much uh, depth of knowledge in this space, and I know that you know I run the risk of going too deep, and, and we've, we're out of time already, but you are going to be speaking uh, and keynoting our Tampa event coming up in July, which is essentially your backyard now, which is great. Yeah. Uh, and so they can come here uh, more there in person, but then also, how do they find you online? How, what's the best way to engage with you? Yeah, there's a lot of things that point to the same website, but the easiest one is just my name. So GaryPinkerton.com. That's the easiest way. So they go to GaryPinkerton.com, then they can begin to uh, start the conversation with you, figure out more about infinite banking. Um, You know, from my perspective, Gary, I wish that every Think Realty viewer, listener, uh, member would at least engage in the process of educating themselves on these vehicles because... You know, today, I don't know what phase of life they're in, phase of investing they're in, but uh, I know that this is one of those turning points in my own life uh, when, I, when I began to research it. Not, not when I made the first, you know, uh, cash deposit into a policy, but when I began to research it and my mind began to shift and change and I began to think about the control I could have. And I, I wish that for every one of our Think Realty uh, guests for sure. Absolutely. And... You know, the resident expert program has a lot of really good material. Um, We have some new videos that uh, the team is helping me launch that will be really into the basics of this, too, in the next few weeks. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Gary is one of our uh, many uh, resident experts and speaks specifically on this. So you can even further uh, this educational journey um, on the Think Realty platform as well as you watch Gary speak specifically about uh, about these opportunities. So. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for your passion for Americans and uh, for, for giving them the freedom that they so so deserve. My pleasure, Eddie. Hope we can help some people. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Uh, if you go to thinkreality.com forward slash Tampa or go to thinkreality.com and click the events tab uh, and click Tampa, Sign up for two tickets, and when you're checking out, uh, put in the code word or the coupon code PODCAST, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, PODCAST. 
That'll uh, give you one ticket for free as you purchase the other one uh, as we're offering buy one, get one. We would love for you to come out, hear great speakers just like Gary and others um, who are sure to change the way you think about real estate. Um, this episode has been brought to you by Real Property Management. Working, um, uh, working with the right property management company can put more money in your pocket. Uh, not less. Real Property Management provides a higher standard of property management to make sure you're maximizing the return on your investment. Experience the real difference. Real Property Management, you can find them at realpropertymgt, realpropertymgt.com. Thank you so much for viewing or listening today. It's our privilege to be able to serve you, the real estate investor. Um, you know, if you're not continuing this conversation with us, make sure you go to social, follow me at Eddie Wilson Official on all the platforms or go to Think Realty and follow Think Realty. We want to continue to serve you and would love to hear back from you on the things that you need, want, desire uh, inside of the space uh, so that we can be of greatest help and assistance to you. Uh, have a great day and continue investing uh, and, and the best of luck to you.